Today, we walk through step-by-step step my experience at a new auction source. The good, the bad, and the ugly. If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life. For over a dozen years now, I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. My plan for the third season of Flipping Genius is to bring you more voices more guests. And I'm, I'm excited about that. I, I have a terrific guest scheduled for episode 104. But today, today's new voice comes in the form of a new challenge that I felt I needed to share with you flippers right away. As you know, you have who have been following the podcast know, and those of you who are out competing for vehicles in the January of, of 2022 marketplace, no, finding deals is getting tighter and tougher every day. So when I discovered a potential major new buying resource, major for me, I, I have to admit, my first thought was, Randy, maybe you ought to keep this one to yourself. But then I remembered the 45,312 times that I have told listeners on Flipping Genius that our number one goal is to help you, our listeners, make more money. And I realized not only do I need to share my discovery, I need to share the experience I have as I venture into something new. It's pretty exciting to be able to bring you something in its infancy. I mean, after over a dozen years as a dealer here in Alabama and hundreds of auctions and thousands of vehicles, sometimes there isn't a lot of new to report. I, I, sure, I, I'm I'm always trying to adjust my approaches, my techniques, strategies. As, as the world changes around me, I try to change to counter it. But this week, I feel like a little like a brand new licensee competing for prospective deals for the very first time. The reason is simple. I, I discovered an auction near me that I had absolutely no idea was there. The amazing thing is, is <laughs> it's it's uh, I, I could practically walk there, and um, and it's available where you're at too. Um, what I did next will be subject the subject of this episode. Uh, my guest this week will be sort of the new me that. I found in this new opportunity. The reason I'm excited to share it with you is because I'm confident that you can do what I'm doing here in your neck of the woods too. And the fact that I am just getting started is even more exciting. This is going to be, it's going to be fun sharing this sort of rebirth and sharing exactly what I did to get it jump started. Okay. I'll, I'll start at the beginning, uh, this new beginning. <laughs> I uh, received an email from uh, the uh, Dealers Association, which you've heard me talk about a zillion times. 
And uh, I don't make commission from them. They don't pay me any money. Oh, they do pay me some money because I make phone calls for them to, to uh, raise interest. But but that has nothing to do with I get paid regardless. Um, I, I like to talk about them because they help me. And the way they helped me this time is I was looking at their list of auction benefits. Because I thought I had been to the same auctions over and over and I wasn't I wasn't buying anything. Um and, and I mean, literally, I'm walking away empty-handed because I couldn't get the the prices I needed. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> I found a an auction titled IAA Insurance Auto Auction. I'd heard of them before. I mean, I'm not. It, it's not a brand new place. I just didn't realize they had one within five miles of me. I think. Um, I think it. I think it's within five miles of me. And uh, I, I decided to check it out. And uh, I, I don't know why I hadn't before. It may have been because there was a small uh, fee you had to pay to get started. And as all of you know, I'm really cheap. So uh, <laughs> I looked it over. I, I could see that they, they had vehicles available. I think I was able to see online that the vehicles they had available were, were some of them were ones that I would probably want to compete for. I had no idea if the prices were going to be right or not, but hey, I had to try something. So I signed up. Um, you'll find, and I'm going to stop for a second look on here. Uh, if you go to IAAI.com, and I'll, I'll put links to this in the show notes uh, so you can find it there too. Or if you go, go to FlippinGenius.com with one G, you'll have the show notes there so you can link directly to the their website, IAAI.com. So it's Insurance Auto Auction Incorporated, I guess.com. Uh, I went there and I uh, I followed the steps. I learned about the auction and I learned how to sign up. Now you have to be a dealer. As far as I know, that's that's everybody has to be a dealer. Uh, in in Alabama, there are some other restrictions on some of the vehicles. I can't. I can't buy all the vehicles for some reason. My license does not transfer over, so I can't. I can't uh, buy smashed vehicles from insurance companies, for instance. At least not yet. And frankly, it's not something I'm really interested in. So I'm not. I'm not probably going to pursue that. But, but if I did have the bid card here in Alabama, which I think costs ten dollars, I could buy. I could buy those too. And, and maybe something I do down the road. We'll, we'll see. But. Um, I looked on there to see what I needed to do, and it was fairly straightforward. Uh, I, I uploaded my dealer's license. I uploaded my driver's license. I uploaded my uh, tax uh, license, uh, and uh, and they said it it take a couple of days, and it took a couple of days, and voila! I, I I complained a little bit because it didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to, but uh, in a in a, about forty eight hours, I believe, maybe maybe seventy two. They had me approved so that I could make make bids, which was timely because there was an auction coming up. And uh, but I wanted to see the vehicles. All of this was an online auction, uh, which is a little different for me uh, because I'm used to going to live auctions. But frankly, it, it it still made sense as long as I could see the vehicles. So I called the local office, and they told me that I could come. On Friday, which was last Friday, today is the uh, the day as I'm talking to you. It's the 11th 
of uh, January. So that was uh, 10th, 8th, 7th, I think. <laughs> and uh, I could come in and walk around and, and take a look at the vehicle. So I got down there. And the first thing that I realized is that um, apparently we, we spoke a different language. Now, I want to I want to apologize a little bit to, to those of you who are um, are flipping team members and uh, and who have who have uh, received our option worksheet because um, I, it wasn't that it wasn't effective. It was that it was designed for auctions I was attending. So I had to make a few adjustments, nothing crazy big, but I had to make a few adjustments and I'll, I'll have to continue to do that. So I I found that their system was a little foreign to mine, uh, to what I was used to seeing. But fairly quickly, I was able to, uh, online, notice that uh, I pulled out, I think, 20, 29 vehicles that I was interested in that were going to be auctioned off on Monday the 10th of January 2022. And they were the type of vehicles that you know I typically buy, but they ranged all the way from from I think a 1997 Dodge Ram van to a uh, 2014, I think it's the newest one. Uh, yeah, 2014 Honda Accord sedan. 29 vehicles altogether. Lots of stuff in between. Things that I look for that I can buy for less than probably less, usually less than 2,500 bucks. Um, my top bid that I had planned was, uh, I was going a little bit higher than that. Um, I might get into uh, three, $4,000 on a few of these. Um, and I, of course, wanted to sell them for at least a $1,000 profit if I'm spending that kind of money. Usually I want to do more than that. So, so I had 29 vehicles to look at. And I was able to drive out and stomp around. I had to put an orange vest on uh, because they've got, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, Salvage auction. They've got uh, a bunch of salvage vehicles, but not just salvage vehicles. Salvage vehicle being a vehicle with a salvage title, in case you don't know. Uh, meaning it's been in a wreck and it's been totaled in our state and most states. You would have to have a special license to uh, rebuild that vehicle and then have it approved in our state. You have to be approved as a, as a rebuilt uh, title. So that you could sell it to be back on the road. States are all different, but but it's fairly similar. I don't know how many uh, auctions these guys have across the country, but they're I believe in. I know they got three of them in Alabama alone, so they're all they're all across the United States and around the world. And I found out later that the people that were bidding against me online were uh, international, uh, not not only folks from the United States, but uh, in other countries as well. And I'm sure that, that that expands even more if you get into the higher higher price range. Um, so I, I, I walked through and I did I did the basic walkthrough. If you've seen, a, I've got a video on uh, uh, YouTube where I did, uh, I think it was just a couple months ago, um, where I did a, a, a typical walkthrough that I do. So I, I did a, a walk around the yard. And if you've got a... Uh, you can see a, a YouTube video that I did. It gives you a pretty good idea of how I look at a vehicle. So I go around the outside of the vehicle and grade it, take a look at the tires, the body, 
look at the interior. Now, the problem, one problem we had here is like you can't drive the vehicles at insurance auto auction. Um, you're not supposed to start them up. Um, as you know, I don't follow all the rules, so I started every one up that I could. Uh, I was kind of told that eh, it'd be okay as long as you don't rev the engine up and don't try to engage it in gear. Um, they do identify the vehicles if they ride, if they if they start, run, and drive. Um, but when I talked to the um, the foreman of the yard, he told me that all they do is engage the gear. If it get, engages forward and backward, they say that it rides, runs, and drives. So you don't know if the transmission is really solid. There's a lot of questions you're going to have about these vehicles, but there's opportunity there. Um, and uh, I, I, I know going forward, I will probably use uh, my experience knowing that there's certain vehicles I just shy away from um, because of the experience I've had, especially in the price range I'm, I'm in. But uh, looked at 29 vehicles. I think I, I tried to look at 29. I found I, I found all but one, two, three, six of them. Uh, so I found 23 of the vehicles. Six were just not available uh, at, at where I was looking. But the beautiful thing about their system is if you go online, and these guys aren't paying me. I'm not an affiliate of theirs or anything. But if you go on to their website, you can, and you, and you look at the vehicles, you can see a, a 360 view of the vehicle, both outside and inside. So you can 360 view of the interior also. And there's a 10 second, if, if the vehicle runs, there's a 10 second video. So you can hear the engine running. Um, <laughs> not ideal. I, I'd much rather have a little bit more time with it, but it's better than than, than what I've seen other places. Um and, and, and it tells you if there's any damage to the vehicle. It tells you if it's been repossessed. It tells you if the vehicle has a clear title or if it's a salvage title or if it is a rebuilt title. Naturally, they tell you that. Um, unfortunately, online, I have not been able to determine who is selling the car, which if you heard me talk about this before, that's something that's important to me because once I, once I learn a little bit about sellers, there's some of them I, I will tend to shy away from. Um, and I always say it's nothing against them. It's because they're smarter than me. And I truly mean that. Um, there's things that, that, uh, I don't know about vehicles. And, uh, I, I, I know there's some folks that can, that can, uh, can slip things by me. I try not to get things slipped by me. So, um, walked around, looked at, uh, 23 vehicles, did a, a full report where I could. Some of the vehicles didn't start, but I knew that they did start. They did run on the uh, video. Um, so I made a, a note where that was. And and after a couple hours, I had uh, my homework done. I was very thankful to have that opportunity. It took a couple solid hours because I, I also had to locate uh, the vehicles because they, they, they use a different sorting system than the other the other auctions that I've been to. And this, this proved to be a, a, a bit of a problem um later on as as i i went forward but fortunately fortunately i was given myself enough time to do this the right way now honestly in between all this uh between in between this the time that i was doing this work and the time that i actually uh submitted bids i was having to uh interact a little bit with their, their home office. But that was because I was impatient, I, I guess, in, in reality. Um, well, then I came back and I was ready to take a look at some vehicles. And the really cool thing is you can go online and you can pre-bid on vehicles. Now, 
I don't know how great of an idea is that that is because I find that if you pre-bid too early on something like this, because I've done it before, you uh, tend to just invite competition. So I mostly just marked the vehicles that I was, was interested in, which you can. So they were on my list of, of watched vehicles. Uh, I was only bidding on vehicles that were local to me. I, I could, you could bid on vehicles any place in there in their uh, system and you can have the vehicles shipped to you um and this is something that that i'll consider doing because um if you buy a, a vehicle at a, a good enough price shipping costs of uh, you know three or four hundred dollars shouldn't kill your deal uh, but you got to factor all that in especially if i'm looking for a specific vehicle uh that a a specific buyer has asked me to look for which is something that i'm also I, i'm also looking at doing more and it's that's something if any of you have more experience in doing that kind of brokering uh, where you're actually buying a specific vehicle for a specific buyer um, and maybe, you know, maybe you're doing some repairs, maybe you're not, but you're flipping it to that that new uh, buyer. I would love to learn more about that. And I would love for you to share that information with our audience. So contact me on that. But that's something I'm I'm, I'm starting to get into a little bit. And this is an opportunity to find vehicles all across the country that could fit a specific need that somebody is asking you for. Um, but of course, you got to got to be concerned with the risk potential there. Um, so, so now I have a list of of twenty nine vehicles, twenty three I've I've put my eyeballs on. Um, all twenty nine I have I have uh, information on as far as. Uh, if they run, if they don't run, if they, you know, I, I can, I'll, I can look at each, each quarter panel. They even have close-ups of, of significant damage. So I've got a pretty good, pretty good uh, idea of what I'm looking at. Um, so I sit down and, and calculate what uh, I think I want. I think I can sell these vehicles for. That's the first thing I always do. As you know, I use Kelly Blue Book most of the time. So I, again, use Kelly Blue Book. And, uh, I calculated uh, the, the pricing. Give you an idea. Let's go to a, uh, a 2003 Lexus ES 300 that had 219,000 miles. Um, I was able to do a walk around on this, start it up. Um, Lexus has a is basically a Toyota, so I feel pretty good about it. Um, in every in every area that I grade, outside, inside, tires. Uh, mechanically, um, just overall, I gave it about a two and a half out of five. Um, and I'm always a little bit conservative on that. When it's cleaned up, it's pretty, pretty, be a pretty good looking car. It's got a, a front wheel drive, automatic six cylinder engine um, and a clean title. And uh, I project that car will sell for in current market about $3,500. Um, and I, I had to look at at the, the vehicle and try to figure out what what I was willing to, to pay for it. But a big part of this that, that I really I, I dislike and I like about the IAA auction is is their fees. Their their fees are a little bit higher than than I wish they were, of course. I, I doubt if there's ever an auction where a buyer says, oh, the fees are, are too little. <laughs> Their fees are, are, are fairly hefty, especially in the lower price ranges. But the beautiful thing is when you're on the auction site 
and you can you can go. I, I wish it, I may do a video of this later because um, we're we're not we're only doing this on audio right now. When you go to the vehicle um, and you click on the vehicle, uh, I'm going to take a quick look at at one here, uh, a 2014 Ford Escape uh, that uh, I I did bid on last week and it, it and it did not get sold. It came back. I can look here. Oh, shit. It's not going to let me do it. <laughs> I can do it. it. It will allow me to do a, uh, a, a, um, uh, calculation. It's not letting me do that right now. Oh, because I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't log in. This is pretty stupid. <laughs> Once you've logged in, you can you, you can calculate. So let's say on this Ford, um, I, uh, I, I think it's worth about $5,000. Uh, I think it will sell for about $5,000. A, a 14 Ford with 168,000 miles. Uh, I did not get to put my eyeballs on it, but it was a pretty good looking vehicle. So let's say I'm willing to pay um, three thousand dollars for it. Um, you have to you have to factor in your costs. Uh, if you're if you're not uh, if you're not a smart a smart character like me, um, you could get in trouble. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to walk through here. I go into cost calculator. So. Just for instance, if I say that I'll pay $3,500 for this vehicle, um, it's going to give me an estimate. My total cost on that vehicle will be $4,298, so $4,300, so about $800 in fees on that $3,500. Now, I'm not saying that that's excessive even. That's probably, maybe that's not even terrible. I, that seems like a lot to me, but <laughs> but it, it is what it is. That's a fact. So when you're buying a vehicle through this, you got to realize that in addition to all the other costs, you're going to, have to pay 800 bucks, at least on this vehicle. Uh, so now you've got 4,300 dollars, and I said I think it's going to sell for 40, I think 4,500, no 5,000. So I think it's going to sell for 5,000. I got 4,300 dollars into it if I bought it for 35 without any repairs. If I got to pay 500 dollars in repairs, now I'm into you know, $4,800 um, with my overhead costs and any sitting time, I don't make any money on this, this vehicle at all. So you need to know that. So I have to back that estimate up. If I think I'm going to sell it for $5,000, let us say I think it's going to cost me $500, that's $4,500. I want to make at least $1,000. I really like to make $1,200. So $3,300 is where I probably can afford to uh to, to spend, but the, that's going to be, let's say, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking and talking at the same time. It's always dangerous. If I spend $2,500, total, my total cost at the auction will be $3,148. So anyway, you can play with this thing, but I love that you can play with it. I love the fact that, that they have a cost calculator on here that allows me to make informed decisions. But the only way I can make informed decisions uh, as a bidder is if I do this in advance, if I'm trying to do this on the fly, the day of the auction, I'm probably getting killed, um, especially if I've got multiple vehicles, because we'll talk about how the auction happens and you'll 
you'll you'll thank me if you get to doing this. You'll thank me for for telling you do this work in advance. So I went through each vehicle that I had on my list, and I made uh, I made a um, a maximum bid amount that I would that I would uh, go for. Like for instance, there's an 07 Acura that did not run. Um, I like the looks of the vehicle, and it tried to start. And I was thinking there might be something here that is salvageable. Probably not. Probably a stupid move on my part. My part. My maximum bid was 175 bucks. Now, I I, uh, I tell you that because I know that's a that's a pretty small amount. Um, but uh, you have to remember this fees on 175 bucks. It's pretty. I think they more than double the 175 on that. Um, later on, we find out somebody bid 200 dollars on it. I walk away. So I, these numbers that I that I bid that I or that I set up are pretty much in my mind set in stone. I'm not gonna I'm not going to play there because that's how you get beat. Don't want to get beat. <laughs> I don't want to beat myself. I, I, you can beat me. You can outbid me, but I don't want to beat myself by by bidding more money than than a vehicle's worth. So I had I had that set up on every single vehicle, uh, ready to go. For when the auction started and the auction was going to start monday morning at 9 30 my time now another thing that i did and i'm so glad i did i i uh tracked i kept tracking uh about three or four times during the weekend and early monday morning before the auction i tracked to see what competitors were doing as far as pre-bidding to see where we were at and i updated that as as we went so i had those numbers uh, as of 8, 10 a.m. on the auction day, uh, I've got the actual numbers of, of as of 8.30 on the auction day. That's that's when they when they closed the bidding. I'm sorry. They, they closed the bidding. So, for instance, uh, at at uh, 8.30 a.m. on the, the 2014 Honda Accord that I mentioned earlier that uh, had a it had a, uh, a rebuilt title. I don't think it's going to sell for more than seventy five hundred dollars. Um, it was already bid up to six hundred dollars, six thousand dollars, and it needed some repairs. Um, so I was very much out of that one. <laughs> um, the uh, the the um, Lexus that I mentioned earlier, um, I actually had the high pre bid on that one at four hundred fifty dollars. I I bid, and then I realized maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um, so I I. That's what I'm, I'm telling you now is the benefit of, of my experience. I don't think that I will get heavily involved in a pre-bid until that morning. I think it's a good idea to lock in what your amounts are there because you're not going to have time, especially if you're bidding on this many vehicles. You won't have time to to uh, enter all the data and you 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 know you can bid on, on a vehicle live, but I think you're better off uh, – if you, especially if you've got this many vehicles to bid on, to have your your information in there. Now, as it turned out, and I, and I hope I'm making this clear. I, I hope I'm not as muddy as it kind of seems like I might be. Um, when the auction started that morning, um, I was knocked out of all but one, two, five, five vehicles. Five vehicles. They had gone past my number in pre-bidding already on all but five of the vehicles. Um, that's a little depressing, but that is a reality. I wasn't I wasn't gonna stop though. I wasn't gonna 
I was a, I was a little, I was almost thinking, okay, well, I'm, I won't have to even sit here at nine thirty. I could just, uh, you know, go eat some more breakfast or something. <laughs> but I didn't. I stuck in, and I, I did battle on those five vehicles. I watched all the other ones so I could see what the trends were, and I, I I'm excited, folks. I, I hope, I hope that's coming across. I'm excited because I was learning as I was going. It's something that you do on a live auction. And I've, I've been learning for years, but this was a brand new opportunity. It was live, but it was live on the computer. You couldn't hear an auctioneer. You just saw the, the screen. Now, I've bid that way at auctions uh, that are going on live. Um, and I've not had success uh, at, at them. But um, this time, I and I think part of the reason is because I hadn't done as, as much homework. And I didn't have as many uh, vehicles queued. Even though I only had five going into the, the final attempt here, um, I had five good solid ones. Um, and I, I'll, I'll just go through these uh, 2005 Ford F-150 that I, I showed having a value of about $5,500. Um, I was trying to buy it for uh, $1,250 was my maximum money, dollars that I would spend you know, with fees. Uh, fees would be added on top of that. That vehicle... Um, and I had the lead bid going in uh, to the to the auction, but I was outbid quickly, and it sold for twenty one seventy five, which sounds really cheap. But you have to remember those fees and what I saw with my eyes, because we're not looking at a a, a vehicle that's really worth fifty four uh, or fifty five hundred dollars as it was sitting. There's going to be some cleanup and some repairs that needed to get it to that number. Um, a two thousand twelve Dodge Journey. Um, I expected it would sell for between thirty-eight and four thousand dollars. Pretty, pretty decent-looking vehicle. Pretty close to ready to go. Um, I had uh, actually had the top bid at the start of the live auction on that one. Uh, I had I had bid five hundred dollars, but I had actually put a reserve up to twelve hundred fifty dollars. Now that's that vehicle sold for eighteen seventy-five. Now plus fees, of course. But my number was twelve fifty. So once it got to twelve fifty, I just bowed out. So I didn't get that one. I was starting to feel a little, a little bad. <laughs> and and then the one I really really wanted because of the vehicles that I typically sell are low low cost vehicles uh, was a a two thousand two Toyota Camry, which was a, a vehicle that had been donated. It looked very clean. Uh, it it had reasonable miles, one hundred sixty thousand, I think. I couldn't find anything wrong with it in my inspection. It looked, the body was good. The tires were good. And, uh, but still, you know, realistically, uh, $1,300 was my high dollar because that vehicle is probably only uh, maybe $3,000 is what you'll sell it for. It is a 2002, so it's a 20-year-old a vehicle. Um, I didn't pre-bid on that as high as I kind of wanted to. But I got the 1300 plugged in at the last minute, and they went right past me, and it sold for 2200 at the auction. So with the fees, somebody's paying close to uh, what I think that vehicle will sell for. So that's and that's the that's the thing I've been noticing at the live auctions that's that's got me so discouraged. Well, don't get discouraged, folks, because I did buy two vehicles, and I'm going to tell you about those right as as soon as we come back. Take a little break. Hey, thanks for listening. And I want you to consider becoming a flipping team member. And when you do, we will share with you 
a startup kit that is valued at $250 or more. And each month, you'll get our Flipping Team Member Success Pack, which is also designed to help you make more money. Each and every month, you'll get more bonus material and other information because you're a Flipping Team Member. Go to FlippingGenius.com and click on the Flipping Team Member button to learn more. All right. Well, like I said, I did get two successes, which is is great for a guy who's been coming up empty over and over and literally standing and going toe to toe and raising your hand when you sometimes think that you shouldn't because you're you're thinking you've got to overpay for some things just to buy vehicles. And that's the that's the world we've been in. So the first one that came across that I was still in the mix for was a, a little 2000 Infinity i30 i know that's an old vehicle but it only it had about two hundred thirteen thousand miles on it very very solid little vehicle uh everything worked on it good looking leather interior lots of buttons and sunroof and all that nice stuff good looking wheels clean clean vehicle one little one little dent in the driver's uh passenger side door that i could probably pop out with a suction cup and uh i couldn't find anything wrong with it uh inside outside I didn't drive it, but everything seemed solid. Um, my top bid on that one was five hundred dollars. I plugged that five hundred in uh, during the during the uh, auction because um, my top bid had been four three twenty five, and uh, that's what what showed when the auction started at three twenty five. I plugged five hundred in because I was afraid they were going to go past me, and that was my number. That was my high dollar. Beautiful thing is. Nobody bid against me, and I don't know exactly why. Um, and they awarded it to me on an if, meaning that they're go- they're going to call the uh, the agency that that was uh, selling the vehicle, which was a, a, a charitable organization, and tell them that the high bid that they got was three hundred twenty five dollars, and would they accept that? Now remember, they're paying auction fees on their side too. By the, by the time they pay auction fees on this vehicle, they'd be lucky away with to walk away with a hundred and 50, 175 bucks, which <laughs> they probably paid that much just to 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 uh, uh, transport the vehicle there. Um, so um, my total cost by paying $325 were going to cost me $533, which frankly is as much as I want to spend on a, you know, a 22 year old Infinity, even though it's a good car. Um, I'm thinking it'll sell for $2,000 in this market but probably not any more than that. Um, and I don't know what they sell for in your neck of the woods, but that's what it's worth here. So I, I was prepared for them to come back and uh, offer a, 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 a counter offer to my 325, say this is the minimum we take. And I, I, I you always have to prepare to listen to that. Um, my number was 500. I was willing to go to $500 on that, which obviously was going to cost me more fees, but I would go up to 500. Uh, that would probably get me up to about $700 in total costs at the point of sale. And, uh, with my estimated, uh, repairs and cleanup, I figured I could still make a thousand dollars on it or thereabouts, which is what I wanted to do. Um, the second one that uh, I had success with, um, and I'll get back to the the response from the the, the sellers on the Infinity in a second because I I just want to do this as they occurred. 
So that that Infinity was number 52 in the auction. Uh, this particular day, they had 88 vehicles in the total auction. The last vehicle to come through was that 03 Lexus ES300. It had about uh, uh, 215,000 miles on it, maybe 210. Um, very clean car. Uh, didn't see anything wrong with it. A uh, few scratches and nicks on the bumpers uh, just from uh, parking lot stuff. But uh, interior clean, good tires, nice wheels, good glass all the way around. Everything everything's started and everything ran on it. I like the vehicle, um, but I don't fall in love with vehicles. So my top dollar on this one was was twelve hundred bucks. I pro programmed the twelve hundred bucks in, um, and at, at the start of the auction, I had the high bid at four fifty, and but it went up boom, boom, boom rapidly like they do. Um, but this one I was watching. I, I I wanted to grab something. I didn't want to waste my day, and when it hit the twelve hundred mark, I knew that I was out because somebody else hit 1200 before I, I did, even though um, $1,200 was my, my high number. Um, somehow the system knows that this other person has bid at first. Um, and it was in a situation where they're going, going, going. And I thought, I don't want to lose this one over 50 bucks. So I went to 1250 and guess what? I got it. <laughs> I got it for $1,250. My total pocket out of pocket cost at the auction was seventeen hundred and twenty eight dollars, which I know it, it is it is almost five hundred dollars in fees on a twelve hundred fifty dollar vehicle. But that's the reality. That's what I had to pay. When I get back, I'm gonna take a short break. I'll be right back. I'm not gonna advertise anything. Uh, I'm gonna tell you more about what happened next with the Infinity and what happened with these two vehicles. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the day be right back i told you i'd be right back hey so <laughs> the infinity uh as i promised it i i was anticipating they would come back with a counter offer and like i said uh i was willing to go to 500 dollars, which was going to probably cost me around 700 and 750 um they didn't they they accepted my bid at three twenty five, so it actually cost me five hundred and thirty three dollars. So the good news was I bought two cars for twenty two hundred and sixty one dollars total with fees, and it appeared to be two good cars because, as you know, as I said, I was able to to go out, look at them, start them, listen to them on run run online, and see them pictures of them, and and try to get as much information but you still don't know until you know that was monday today is tuesday um as i record this uh it is tuesday the 11th so i uh i looked at all the rules all the rules that they of, of the auction are all laid out clearly on the iaa website and it told me that since i'm a brand new uh, brand new to their auction, I would need to bring them a cashier's check. Um, they don't take cash at the place. Uh, they don't take, I'll, I'll eventually be able to write them a business check, but but not yet. So I went down uh, yesterday to the bank and got the money that I needed, made sure I had all the paperwork uh, that I thought they might need to make sure that I could buy these cars. I uh, called them first thing this morning. I uh, drove over and I handed them the cashier's check for the two vehicles. And within five minutes, 
she handed me the titles for both vehicles. Now, if you are, uh, the reason I'm pointing this out is, is I was pretty delighted to have titles in hand already. Uh, a lot of times at, at uh, auctions I've, I've gone to in the past, I'll have to wait uh, a week or two and sometimes as long as 30 days uh, to get a title on a vehicle. And I can't sell a car until I have a title or I won't sell a car until I get a title. So literally all the paperwork done, completed, so I can I can sell those vehicles right away. Clear titles, just like promise. And that made me happy. And I said, I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pick these vehicles up one at a time because I'm an old fashioned guy and I use a, a tow dolly. I only carry one vehicle at a time. And they said, that's fine. I went out around back expecting to pick these, these vehicles up, uh, find them and drive them up and put them on my, on my uh, tow dolly. And uh, this was a little surprise. Uh, the, they, this, this is a big operation. They have uh, uh, these big forklifts that pick cars up. And within, I would say by the time I put my, my, uh, got the, the, uh, the straps off my tow dolly so that I was ready to load this thing up. And I was about ready to walk into the yard looking for the, the uh, infinity first. Uh, this big, um, forklift drops this infinity, you know, sets it right next to my truck, and then he opens his window and says, Do you want me to put it on your dolly for you, or are you going to drive it on? I said, I'm going to try to drive it on. And the good news is it started right up, drove right on. And uh, at, at least as of this date, I, I don't know of anything wrong with the vehicle. Um, it's, it's got a few miles on it, but it looks great. Strapped that baby in and took it to, yes, you guessed it, Dennis Johnson. I took it down to my mechanic at Dennis Johnson to check out, like I always do. Um, I'll try to remember to give you an update on that one the next time we uh, that we talk um, as, as we go forward, because I dropped it off to him. But I didn't find anything wrong with the vehicle. I just take everything to Dennis to have it checked out, made safe and sellable, as I've said in the past. Um, so that's a great some great news. Uh, I've got $533 total into a, an Infinity I-30 that should sell for about $2,000 when we're done. Um, as long as Dennis doesn't hit me for more than, uh, I hope he's not listening, for, for more than, you know, three or $400, I should be, I should be pretty, pretty, in pretty good shape on that. Um, I went back, right back. It, 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 like I said, it's in the neighborhood. So I was back there pretty quickly after I dropped off at Dennis. And I picked up uh, my Lexus, same exact thing. I got, I pulled into the yard, and I'm, I'm telling you this stuff because I'm, I'm bragging about these folks. I, I called and I said, hey, I'm back out here. Uh, they just met me, of course. They asked me for my uh, buyer ID number, so they knew who I was. And uh, since they only did 88 cars here in the Huntsville auction, they, 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 you know, I, I didn't get lost in the shuffle. Um, she said, I'll, I'll call it in right now. And I swear by the time she, uh, by the time I, I got out of the truck to go back to unloosen my straps so I could put another vehicle on, uh, I heard that the rumble of that, that big uh, forklift run out there. And that Lexus was next to me within, you know, two minutes. It was, I was, I was very, very impressed. And I, when, when I get impressed, I like to brag about people. And I was, I was impressed. Uh, the Lexus, same story, started right up. Pretty car, really nice looking car. I'll try to I might try to put pictures of it on the on the of these of both of these on the on the uh, the website so you can see what what I'm talking about. And uh, took it 
down to Dennis, and it's uh, doesn't even doesn't even have a check engine light. I don't think um, everything seems solid, and uh, same deal, same deal. So I got seventeen hundred and twenty eight dollars into that one. Um, believe I'll sell it for close to double that. That's I think it should sell for thirty five hundred from what I see. Um, and I've got five thirty three into the uh, Infinity that I think will sell for right around two thousand uh, dollars. Hard to hard to not get two thousand dollars for a car that runs these days because of the, the market the way it is. So that's that's my that's the experience I wanted to share with you. I, I'm I'm sorry I'm trying to tell you off the cuff. I always try to write out a, a script so I'll stick to the to the, uh, the story and I didn't do it this time. I I'm trying to just be straightforward. This is what happened and I'm excited about it. I hope it comes off that way. It really was a, a, a nice a nice new introduction to a, a new opportunity. I believe it's gonna make me some money. I, I hope going forward we're gonna we're gonna have a, a long extended uh, a good relationship with insurance auto auction. And I, I suspect that, that I will be looking to possibly be buying from other auctions in the, in their network around around our area because they have three of them in Alabama. I know at least a couple in Tennessee, uh, a, a couple at least in Georgia, which is right. These are places in my backyard. And uh, and as we as we go forward with this relationship, I'll I'll share more about it. Now I'll tell you what I keep telling you guys this. Um, I would love to hear what you think. Some of you guys out there are already buying from insurance auto auction. You've already done this. Um, I know you have, and I'd like to hear what your experience is. If you can give me tips, if you can help me make better decisions, uh, steer me away from trouble, I would love I would love for you to help me. I'm, I'm trying to help everybody myself. Um, let me know. Send me anything you got at, at flippingquestions at gmail.com or interact with me on the uh on the flipping forum if you're not a member of the car flipping forum on facebook just search flipping genius under groups on facebook and you'll find all of our groups we just opened one in lexington and cincinnati this week uh, i think we're going to break those out into two groups because it doesn't really make sense to have one in lexington kentucky and cincinnati uh that that's combined i think it makes more sense to, to have two entities there but we've uh I think we're getting close to 25 sales groups. And the car flipping forum is just for this kind of thing. Share your ideas. If you've got more experience on, on the uh, the insurance auctions, uh, whether it be insurance auto auctions or Copart or any place else, I would love to hear it uh, both on the forum and come on, come on and talk to me on Flipping Genius. Uh, folks all around the country would like to hear what you've got to say if you if you've got uh, a story to tell and and the more we help each other the more money we will make like I said my first thought is maybe I should keep this idea to myself but I don't think that's what I'm really meant to do I think I'm meant to be on here to try to help you make more money and that is what I'm trying to do hey I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you sharing our message with your friends um, save us as a favorite leave us five star comments uh if you can and uh go to our website check out our our uh, flipping genius uh, uh resources page we're we're trying to grow that all the time ways for you to make more money save more money um if you got any suggestions along those lines suggestions about future episodes 
let me know. Flippingquestions at gmail.com. That email comes right to me, and I, I answer them as, as quickly as I can. Um, we, like I said, we've got a great a great guest coming up next week that's got, got some information that I believe is something all of us need to know more about. I'm really looking forward to, to speaking with him and, and learning more about, about what, what he does. Um, I'm not going to even... I'm not going to even tease what he does because he, he, I want to make sure he's here to talk to us before before I promote him. But I am excited about that. I hope I hope that my my tale of of uh, my happy tale of, of buying a couple of decent cars today um, encourages all of you. I, I know all of you are not car dealers yet, and and uh, you can see back if you look back at a, at older podcasts, older episodes. We talk about how to get a dealer's license. Um, how to associate yourself with other dealers. There's a lot of a lot of ways that you can get involved and actually get your feet wet in what I'm talking about here with with uh, insurance auto auctions or like uh, places like that. Um, if you've got any questions, send them to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. I would love to to uh, interact with you. And another thing I want to invite you to do is become a flipping team member. Uh, our flipping team members get additional information, and they will also get uh, some private uh, content. <laughs> I can never think of that word. We're producing content that we'll only share with our team members. Um, these folks help support Flipping Genius. Uh, we also have flipping partners and flipping champions, which are are a select few folks who even help us in a greater amount. I, 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 I don't know how to say it enough. <laughs> it takes money to drive the train. So I do want to ask you to help run the Flipping Genius uh, program. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep looking for folks to, to come share their message with you. I'm going to keep trying to share every idea that I have that can help you make money with you. And uh, along those lines, hey, <laughs> let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs>